0: A better Nigeria. Is it a myth or do we keep hoping for
1: it? Nigeria is a highly religious country. How come corruption tribes? Why is adoption not encouraged in Nigeria?
0: Is there a future for the Nigerian youth?
1: Being rich and famous, is that the only drive to be an artist?
0: What makes a great nation? Is it the leaders? What about the people?
1: This is Answers with this Dr. Regu. Regu. With Doctor Reggio. Hi, my name is Onari. And this is Answers with Dr. Reggio where critical life issues are clarified. From the inception of this program, we have touched on topics like work, business, entrepreneurship, and then we entered into governance and dissected leadership and mentoring. And then the most important part was the role of citizens in ensuring good governance and nation building. In the studio this evening, I have Obi Brown and Adam Slojok and Dr. Reggie. Now on this episode, we are going to sort of wind down on what we've been talking about, you know, governance. We'll wind down on that and, you know, move on to other important issues of life. And, um, Obi-Brown, what are we hinging on today?
2: Yeah, well, I don't know what we're hinging on today, but I came into the studio with lots of questions because the things that I hear here, I try to put them into practice. And one of them has been Dr. Reggie's counsel for people you know, to be able to try and put pressure on government, to be able to see what we think is not going well and say something about it. But My question is, how do you do that without sounding like the opposition party? How do you critic government without sounding like a PDP
0: supporter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it might be difficult because how you are perceived, how your statements are perceived, you don't really have a control over it. Mm-hmm. You know, but that thing is uh, is an issue with political education in the society the truth is we might not accept it that on a general level in nigeria a normal citizen is not politically literate. you know we we were not groomed to be that way we are not active politicians because of the way politics has been you know, it's been couched for for us. Politics is about seeking elective posts, but politics is bigger than that. Every citizen of a country should be politically active, but we don't have that here, maybe because of our background, our history, the way we sort of are structured in terms of family, in terms of, but we're in democracy now and we all have to accept that. Having said that, even the structure of our country also doesn't help because we are, first of all, a tribesman before we are a national citizen. That in itself is a big setback. So somebody is from the north, a southerner says something that is not too complimentary about that person who comes from the north. It is perceived that the reason is saying that is because they are not from the same maybe geopolitical or ethnic kind of background. So that's a challenge, but it's not unsurmountable. It takes education. We've not yet come to terms with How citizens should relate with those in government. And I've said that and I need to reiterate that. Citizens don't queue behind those in government. It will be like the master serving the servant. Because those in government are our servants. And we are the ones that are supposed to appraise them. A teacher does not queue behind, you know, the student. The teacher has the expectations. We have the expectations. Now, in this case of government... The politicians who are seeking the lefty post come and give us some promises. We want to want to be able to hold them accountable to those kind of promises. So accountability in government is still a a bane of the Nigerian society because the way we are wired right now in terms of citizenship, we give the politicians no places to hide. Oh, he's saying that to me because there was a particular thing that happened when there's this uh, scandal going on in Akwa Ibom State, where the APC governorship candidate designed from FCDA and was still drawing salary and all those kind of things. And the other guy said, no, that man is a PDP man. That's why he's saying that about the guy. If it's the other way around, those are the kind of sentiments you sort of... Um, so it takes political education. And that's what this program, you know, in a little way, you know, try to put out there. That you say something uncomplimentary about... That's why I don't believe in the positive or negative criticism. It doesn't exist. There's nobody you criticize that feels good about it. <laughs> you know, nobody smiles at any kind of criticism. You say it is constructive. Well, it, it depends on the way you look at it. But if you criticize anybody, especially if the person doesn't have a sense of servanthood, it's always not, it, people don't react positively to criticism. So it takes citizens to be able to say that I am on the side of good of society. And that's why I'm saying this. Again, we all have our biases. So my, my take on that is, let's educate. Let those in governance know that, you know, citizens are there for this purpose, to put me on my toes. That they perceive it wrongly shouldn't stop me from continuing to mount up the pressure for the good of society. Yeah, yeah. for
2: the good of society. For the good of society. For the good of society. So, of society. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I think for me personally, I've had, you know, a lot of lessons from what we've been discussing on governance and all that. But, you know, I I, I see what is trending a little bit right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, we, our political office holders, you know, get elected into office based on emotions. Yeah. You know, people carry a lot of emotions. And then with this sentiment, they elect these people, deliver this thing. We want you to deliver this thing. And then on reaching office, you know, I believe there are some ethos that should guide someone who gets into office. Now, you find out that probably there's a disconnect immediately they get into office. How do we begin to balance that now? Is it education
0: on the politician's side or education on the masses' side? It's holistic because a lot of people, you know, at a time in this program, we spoke about mentoring. You know, how to mentor people into political you know, maybe into political life as it has to do with seeking elective posts. There's a lot of education that's needed in that area, you know. And also, especially from schools. I remember in the days we used to learn civics and all those kind of things. Those, Those things are no longer in schools. I doubt if they're there. We just do some social studies here and there, types of family, types of all those kind of things. But active public life, People, especially the young ones, they need to, you know, to be streetwise people. You know that. Because governance, like you said, doesn't operate by emotions. The politicians want to use that. And it's not peculiar to Nigeria. We want to use emotions to get votes. But we can't use emotions to mount, you know, to demand, you know, for accountable governance. So, we have to understand that government, like rightly said, it has its ethos. Governance operate by set laws. The expectations are guided by those laws, by those principles, by using your word, the ethos. Now, if I am going to mount pressure on government, right, to be able to deliver on their promises, I must understand those ethos. So, when the government is trying to play on my own emotions, I will step out of that and say, no, I understand you are my brother. I understand we come from the same part of the country. You know, but this is what this office says. You know, and we also need to know what is expected of somebody occupying this kind of position. What is expected? Do we know their schedule of duty? Do, you, do we know their job description? You know, parasitas like national orientation should be doing. But again, if you know that people are put there based on this same kind of emotion and sentiment. So there is no objectivity in the way we carry on our political life. You know, somebody gets appointed into a position, you see you see the kind of you know, reactions or responses to it. Oh, congratulations and all those kind of so we, we already have some you know some we have already created our own ethos which are not the accurate ones. You know, there's a perception of somebody who just gotten a political appointment. If your brother, you know, is appointed into an office and you get back to maybe your office in day. people are congratulating you because you know you know government like this has come, mm. and then we say we are fighting corruption. The missing piece in good governance in Nigeria is the political awareness of the citizenry mm. we don't know so the the, the 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 you know those in political office feed fat on 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 our political ignorance, so it's um you know, because somebody critique a particular kind of office holder that I just been appointed, look at the comments. Those from his part of the country will not have anything bad to say about it. And those who are not they have everything, you know, bad to say about. It. So it's still a question of you know, there was a time on this program where actually spoke about this ethnicity, we can't deny the fact that we are different. But there is always one point or two or three. That unites us. Mm-hmm. Those are things we need to amplify. If this country gets, I mean, you know, constant power supply doesn't know whether you're Hausa or Igbo. <laughs> everybody enjoys it. That's it. So, whosoever needs to deliver on that, I don't want to relate with that guy as a Hausa or Igbo man or Yoruba man or Ibibi or whatever. So, what we want benefits everybody. Yeah. You know, it benefits. Let's, let's, let's continue to focus on that. Don't let us do this pick and choose. You know, we'll be made that vital point, which we need to amplify. That I say something bad about good luck, Jonathan, does not make me a supporter of Buhari. This country is not about good luck and Buhari. This country was here before they came. The country will still be here when they are long gone. So we can't just, you know, be here. You know, we we can't just birth at that particular place. It's a route. We need to go through it. You know we need to go through it let's come on let's 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 uh <laughs> <laughs> wow
2: <laughs> yeah i mean i mean we're getting somewhere right and i just need a little bit more from you on two things i mean you in the very first your very first response to the first question yeah. you use the word appraise, mm, Yeah. you know and adams also use some use the word when he says deliver this thing deliver it yeah. so i guess I need to ask, what do we, the citizens, how do we come to a place where we have, um, um, you know, expect, based really, based on our level of maturity as a society, how do we come to a place where we have a performance sort of indices yeah. for the guys who get into government, right? And be able to appraise them based on those indices
1: when we're talking about you know probing and trends recent trends you know you said that it's possible for them to become so engrossed with this and forget what they're actually supposed to be doing to get into it just to add to obese, obese you know? we
0: have to know where we lay the foundation of that appraising mm-hmm. or the appraiser at the level of somebody seeking office right do we Take time to listen to what the guy is saying he wants to do. Because every politician that is seeking an elective office comes with a promise. I am going to do this. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the beginning. Now you want to look at what he said he wants to do. How realistic is that? Is he just saying that? Somebody just said, I'm going to fight corruption. I'm going to give you power. What you want to ask is how? Where are we? You know? what is the strategy please listen carefully to this there is no new thing the, the nation already has a structure there is no politician coming with anything new in terms of what i want to do you can't tell me you are going to provide housing that's your job description what you want to say in your manifesto in your campaign is how i'm going to fight corruption cannot be a political manifesto It is the duty of those in government to fight corruption. It can't be a political promise. The promise is what? How? Because that's the one that we can appraise. First of all, we can look at it. This how, is it possible? Is it realistic? Will it be within the ambit of the law? You know, will you, if I just said, I'm going to bring Chinese people here and they're going to give us power. uh, 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 What is the modality? Right? Right? I'm going to fight corruption. What is the modality? Fighting corruption is given. Providing housing is given. Given education is given, right? All those things are given. You don't, you don't. But that's where we are. He said he's going to give us free education. It's given. How are you going to fund it? So Nigerians need to know because our government over the years they give us promises based on what is given. It's like you employ somebody and the person is promising the employer, "I'm going to work here." <laughs> That's why you're employed. Exactly. <laughs> don't tell me you're going to work. That's given. How? How are you going to work? What do you bring? That's different. What are you going to do differently from what the other person? You know, and you did the normal thing. The politician will do is to denounce the previous government. That's given. It's good because you want to, you know, you want to defeat the guy in the polls. So it's. We need to learn that. Okay. Don't come and promise me what you are supposed to do. That I know you should do. A hey, husband telling the wife, I'm gonna love you. Well, that's given. <laughs> <laughs> that's given. So it's what are you gonna, you know, how how is this love now going to be unique to you and I? not the general love? You can't appraise something which is abinish or unrealist, but when we're given to those sentiments, those emotions, we're not even looking at what the guy is saying. We just want our man, our son, our daughter, to be there. That our son, our daughter is one of the major problems we have in this country because it, it kills merit. I don't personally like that. If everybody in in Buhari's government is from Katsina, even Daura, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they are good, they are not coming because they are from Katsina or from Daura. They are they are selected based. I know that might be a big ask for Nigeria. I'm just saying that we should be moving towards merit. We should look for what strengthens the union, yeah. what strengthens the nation. Yeah. We must always feel our best the moment we go on this you know we even take federal character down to how we, we 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 give people admission into school that is sad you know that was, was a time we were calling for federal character in our football team mm-hmm. oh that's that's horrible so because i'm a delta man now and i know how to play football and you bring somebody from uh, you know Ibolan uh, from, from, uh, from, uh, from from Nazarawa, from Nazarawa, yeah. who doesn't know how to play football. But we must this one must put a Nigerian we're gonna we're gonna lose every match. You see, that's that's the point. I know that even with our diversity, we can look to every tribe and look for the but it shouldn't be big number one shouldn't be because of tribal sentiments. It should be on the basis of skill, experience, on the basis of this is our best. So, these us. first of all, sentiment has to go out of it. it. Has to go out of it. Then, we must never be found in a place where we are demanding from people what they didn't promise. Okay. That's why in this country, one of the other things we don't do well is those those pre-election debates. We, we don't do it well. That one is even fueled by a lot of sentiments. Mm-hmm. Those who organise already have like a preference. Mm-hmm. There's no objectivity. So it's, um, it's a whole lot of uh, issue here. But appraising the government is critical. And the one that's going to appraise somebody must know, must have the correct kind of expectation. It must be what the person said is going to do. Right? For example, now you can't begin to task Buhari on restructuring this country. He never promised that. To make that demand on him would be wrong. He didn't promise that. And it's not mandated, to, that's it. And who says to restructure the country is the only solution to our problem? Because we have a structure right now. Problem is not about the structure. Problem is about the institution, it's the people. We can restructure this country and we still continue to wallow in this kind of, you know, two steps backward, one, one step, step forward. forward. So it's we can't make demand on that, on him, because it wasn't part of his manifesto. It would be wrong. He never promised that. I'm you you
2: touched a hot-button issue, um, the issue of restructuring. You know, many of us young folk don't really know what it's all about. And I guess it was during the last um, national conference that we started to really know what, you know, restructuring was all about. Um, But you've also now said that Buhari didn't promise that, so we shouldn't really hold him by it. So what other options do we have if really... um, Nigerians are better served with the restructuring that was canvassed at the national conference. What
0: sort of what can we do? We can man the pressure so much so that he buys into it, but he must buy into it. We must be able to put up an argument, we must be able to state a position. The way we appraise a government, it should be based on what they promised. Because my belief is that what they promise is the basis for their being elected. So, you call that a hot-button issue? It is. It is. But like I said also, structure is not a guarantee for good governance. Right? The, the, The best of laws doesn't make... It doesn't guarantee the rule of law. You know? Even the basic, natural law written in people's consciences is enough. You know, it's enough. If there are sincere, committed when enlightening people who know something about governance there's a saying that the best way a king can can actually be you know exercise rulership is to serve his people the best way a king can actually exercise rulership is to become a servant okay you know so it, it's um, it's 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 really You know, we can clamor for structure. Let's restructure this country. Some will say, let's go a different way. It doesn't... It's not a guarantee. The restructuring of this country looks good, but if we have the same kind of people, with the same mentality, with this same worldview, even if you restructure, right? Even if you, you know, devolve the way we say it, to the, you know, you know, to the sides, Mm -hmm. And weaken the center. If we still have the same mentality, the same worldview, the same approach to, put, you know, public issues, will we will still find ourselves in the same spot.
2: Yeah. Right. And the people who have divided and conquered us will continue,
0: will and continue to divide. They will continue to, you know, <laughs> you know, the give the outside.
2: shot as a room divider.
0: That's
2: <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, I don't know. I wanted to say finally, but <laughs> I'm not the anchor. <laughs> I needed to just ask. We have talked about education. I'm um, talked about putting pressure. What are some tools that people listen, you know, can use to put pressure on local authorities, on state authorities, on federal authorities, and some tools that people can use to increase the knowledge, political knowledge, political sophistication of neighbors, you know, and of
0: communities. There's some there's one that's really at our fingertips, social media. Social media is so you know is so potent. What, what saddens me is the fact that social media has been used for all the wrong things. You know, that the positives, the, 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 the right things that social media can do, we're not even using it for that. I don't, last time I checked the statistics, Nigeria is top 10 Facebook users. Top 10. But what do we put there? Quotes, catchy phrases, some put scriptures... <laughs> you know Bible verses or, or what kind of some senseless you know you do selfies and you put it there and all those kind of things that doesn't it doesn't help society in any way social media is a, it has turned everybody now to a journalist look at the guy that killed the two journalists in, you know, in America this week immediately posted a video on, on, on YouTube, put it on Facebook you know tweeted it and and in few seconds the thing was all over the world that's the power of social media but we've used social media for all the wrong things. All the vanity and all those. Somebody just wake up the money, take a picture and put it there. What's the benefit of that? You know, what's the benefit of that? We, sh- we need to use it for education. We need to deploy that platform for education. Imagine I can say something in this little room and it goes, bam, all over the world. You know, so education has become so easy. Because everybody is everywhere at the same time, <laughs> right? Yeah. You can have a global public debate, you know, with just the click of the button. So that's what I believe is potent, because and everybody is getting it. For us to mount any kind of pressure on those in governance, we must be educated politically. We must be educated socially. We must be educated economically. How many people listen to business news? We don't have a clue what goes on there. I don't have a clue how many young Nigerians have investment in stocks yeah.
1: dr well, reggie thank you for the pain that you take to be here every friday for my co-anchors and co-colleagues on this program opie brown and adams i do my heart for you guys thank you for being here and there we'll be back with another topic next week thank you join us again on answers with dr reggie where critical life issues are clarified